Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, what was on sale? Do you remember, you know? <laughs> do you remember the caliber firearm? You- well, at first it was a 30 out 6 Right. <clears throat> and then uh, then it was the Ruger 44 mag. But then what we would do is we'd switch off, my brothers and me, if a person was on a stand... Let's say if I was going to be on a stand, I would take my brother's 308 Winchester, okay. and he would take my 44 Meg if he was on the drive, and yeah. I'm on the stand. Well, that's my but, dad. But you know, the thing was is that I never practiced with his 308. You know, you know what I mean. I never shot it. I mean, I'm just sitting on the stand. He says, "Okay, here you go." What well, what kind of action was it? Uh, semi-automatic. Okay, well, then so, you don't have to work the action. Yeah, that's true. But still, it's like I never shot this thing before. I don't. I mean, I I was used to the forty four mag. I would target shoot with that. Right. But I wasn't used to this gun. But now all of a sudden, I got it, and I'm the one who's probably going to see a deer. And I'm. Pro- you know what happened one time? Okay, my cousin Jerry never used a scope, and they switched off. He he had a gun without a scope, and my brother had a uh, different brother had one with a scope. But my brother going on the drive said, well, this isn't good for me on a drive. Let's switch, Jerry. So Jerry gives him his non-scope gun, and now Jerry's got a gun with a scope. So a deer comes out. Jerry can't, he never shot a gun with a scope. He can't find it. He's looking up and down. Where the hell is this deer, you know? He can't find it in the scope. So he just, like, from the hip or whatever, just, well, from the shoulder, but just pointing, just starts firing. Did he he get the deer? No. (laughs) You know, my dad. So, you know, it's like if you're going to use somebody else's gun, at least try it first. My dad used to, (laughs) when I'd be on the field on a drive, like you were saying, he'd give me a scope 3006 to hold. Um, Otherwise, I was using a Winchester, uh, 32 Winchester special with open sights. um, And I was using that all the time. But I can't understand... If it were a running deer, I can see him having a problem with the scope. My uncle well, you I know, don't always had a yeah. problem finding a, de- a running deer in a scope. But a standing deer, I don't understand. You just look through the scope like a binocular. You just look there yeah. and look at the, where that little crosshair is. Yeah. That's where you'd put, yeah. put it. I, I, I don't remember if it was running, trotting, standing still. I don't remember. But what you but... do say is true. My dad always taught me that. He said, never use a firearm that you're not familiar with. Yeah. Because he, years ago, I think he borrowed a, a rifle from his buddy Roger West up there in Douglas County, and he went down over the hill, and running deer went by, and um, no, what was it? I think it was standing. But he, uh, the safety somehow was different, mm-hmm. and he went to take the safety off, but it, you you push it one way and he pushed the opposite and then the deer was gone. He, yeah, yeah. And uh, so some kind of a screw up that way. So, mm-hmm. y- yeah, you got to be familiar because some little goof up like yep. that might mess you up. That's true. And now you know what time it is, Danny? It's time for the sports update with Ryan Horvath. That's you, Ryan. Ryan. Oh, me. Okay, Ryan. sorry, no, sorry. No, listen, whoa, 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 whoa. listen, before our last break, Ryan, we had some weird music playing, some weird stuff's happening. Yeah. His possessed TV. I have no uh, clue. Yeah, his possessed TV uh, haunting has come here because right before, it, it was weird, man. Yeah, it was like a minute and 30, and it was in our commercials, you know, and I'd never seen anything like it. We fired our break like usual. We're sitting here looking at each other, and it was like a minute and 30 of the uh, Honor Flight music that Bill Bill Michaels does the Honor Flight show. Great show. Great program. But Bill was not – it wasn't a promo. Bill's voice wasn't on. It was just the music. And so, yeah, I'm pretty sure that uh, now my haunting is following me. Have you guys Thanks a lot, Ryan. Bring it in here. There was a movie. It was called – take you fishing on Rock Lake, my friend. Is that oh, the one that the guy was that's talking That's the one they're talking about with the Indian graveyard yeah. and stuff. No way. We can talk about Rock Lake when we come back. Yeah, and that's maybe, a good and idea. A few, and a few other lakes Good. around here. All the right. All right. We'll, we'll try it out. We'll try it out. Take it away. 
This is Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. WSSP Milwaukee. WXSS HD2 Wauwatosa. A Radio.com station. Sports Flash. Right, right now. Good morning from the Masters Ease WSSP Sports Update Studio. I'm Ryan Horvath. Get end of summer savings at Masters Ease in Waukesha. Masters Ease, the place to go for your new grill and patio furniture. Shop the great selection today at Masters Ease in Waukesha and online at MastersEase.com. First on the fan, the fourth-ranked Wisconsin Badgers kick off their 2018 season with a 34-3 win over Western Kentucky on Friday night. Jonathan Taylor scored two rushing touchdowns, and Alex Hornibrook threw for 257 yards and two scores. After the game, running back Jonathan Taylor talked about his big night, but also his fumble. Yeah, yeah, that's, def- that's definitely disappointing. But uh, you know, you can't expect you know to to never happen. Uh, you hope, and that's what you work for, it to never happen. But you know, you look at the film. Uh, that's what I'm going to do, and you're going to learn from it. That's the only thing you really can do. Uh, can't really look down upon it. Uh, entire life and you, know, you gotta just look at the film and learn from it huge day and night for the crew on friday as they acquire starting pitcher gio gonzalez reliever xavier Sedano, and outfielder curtis granderson via trade oh and then they beat the nationals four to one yoli chassin picks up the victory moves his record to 14 and five on the season travis shaw hit a two-run shot in the first and the brewers also got homers from eric kratz and jesus aguilar who hit his 31st of the season last night crew get right back at it today in washington and they sent Chase Anderson to the mound, his first start in Washington since 2014. The Nationals will counter with Steven Strasburg, who's 0-2 with a 5.30 ERA and three career starts against the Brewers. Gets set for the game at 5 with the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show. After the last pitch, you make the switch to the Blaine's Farm and Fleet postgame show presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. Also last night, Cubs lose to the Phillies 2-1 and the Cardinals stay hot. They beat the Reds 12-5. The crew now four games behind the Cubs, half game behind the Cardinals for the wild card spot. I'm Ryan Horvath, Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. How you doing today? And so we got, you know, now Billy Schmidt was our producer at one time. And now, he, what is he trying to do? Get his job back doing this? I thought he's got a gig, regular gig now here. No, I gave him a call this morning yeah. because our board was was dead. Oh, I wanted, okay. Actually, you know what? He's on the line. Let's see if he wants Let's to. Hey, to Billy, him. how you doing, buddy? Here we go. Now, now I, I, I jump away from being a producer to, to now being a technician. <laughs> I, so, well, good morning, boys. <laughs> Good morning. Well, I got to tell you, Billy, you are doing a great job. I didn't know you knew so much about sports. You oh, well, know thanks. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, Tom, really what it is is I'm just I'm just playing a big game of horn schwaggle or no horn schwaggle whenever <laughs> I'm on the air. No, you're, you know, I, I enjoy listening to you when you're uh, co-hosting and when you're doing your stuff, you know. I, I enjoy that. Yeah. That's, you're good. Appreciate it, boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we were giving you a call, man. We uh, couldn't hear out of our headset, so we wanted to know if you guys screwed anything up last night. But uh, the engineer, <laughs> Ryan Horvat, figured it out. And well, for those wondering, this is uh, Billy Schmidt joining us on the Great Midwest uh, Bank Hotline. Hey. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, Billy, Ryan was blaming you uh, about the problem with the boards. I was not. He was blaming you all the time. Figured. He said, now, "Those." Now, where's Where's my boy, Deluxe Danny Bush? Yo, he's he, he, he's right here. Hey, he's just locked in the door. He was, he was digging into the donuts, wasn't he? Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, we miss you, and I hear you well, there's all. There's a lot more since I'm not in there in the morning. Yeah, well, you do a great job, though, man. Here yeah, you I'm just he's, yeah, he's good. Yeah, I, I think it. you're going to be the next Bill Michaels. Yeah, you the and big unit. Make that Bill Michaels. Yeah, funny. you and Ryan on a doing a sports show. Yep, Billy the, and Billy and Ryan in the morning. On the mix. I like it. It's got a ring to it. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And then you can giggle like a girl all the time. Oh! oh, oh. Now, is he, he called is. you? 
There he is. I he called you fat. Call seven oh five to get harassed by Tommy the <laughs> I had to throw that in. He hasn't called you fat again, has no, he, Bill? No, that's you know no. no, that's no, Danny no not, now. not in the minute and twenty three seconds. That's seconds. That's Danny. That's Danny. I knew he'd bring that up. No, uh, you. Yeah, no, no, don't he's don't start. School, you know, I mean, he's college lineman, buddy. He can flatten you. Yeah, I Pancake know. block. That's why I can say that he's on a phone long ways away. <laughs> <laughs> well, Billy, you're gonna you got to talk to Ryan about something. Yeah, we'll so, talk. Uh, okay. That was Bill Schmidt joining yeah. us Thanks, on the uh, Midwest Bank see Hotline. You, Start your renovation journey. Yeah, see ya. Oh yeah, it's good. It's always good to talk to Billy. He's a fun guy. Yeah, we had a lot of fun in here. Mm-hmm. We always do. Back in the uh, day. Okay, speaking. Of, let me let me just update. Speaking this of fun, one, of fun, let's look. Check oh, our emails. Oh, we got we got an we got an email. By the way, folks, if you want to send us an email. Uh, it just go to CEO guys at yahoo.com and uh, you can send us an email. We'll read it on the show. This is just uh, something. It says, guys, that means you and me, I guess. Here's what, hold on. Here's <laughs> uh, what I'm saying. What? What? <laughs> I wanted to tell you how awesome the musky store is on Pewaukee Lake. Please give them a plug for me. My 10 year old twin boys were going to a cabin up north with mom and mentioned the lake had muskies in it. They were so excited to go fishing, dad thought they could each use a musky lure. When we arrived at the store, the young man greeted us and said to the twins, If you can answer a fishing question, you can each have a musky lure in this bucket. Well, they knew more than dad and guessed right. They were so excited, it made their day. We asked for advice on a second lure, and he guided them based on the questions that they uh, that they answered about the lake. What a nice guy. A cool shop. With the service and treatment he gave my boys, we are customers for life. I listen to the show every week, and thank you for the information you pass along about fishing and hunting. And that's from David. David, you're welcome. And I'm glad you had a great time at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop. They do have a lot of musky stuff, too. And, yeah, and everybody who works there is pretty nice. It's the legacy of our dear departed friend John Lehman, who was mm-hmm. everybody's friend there. Yeah, He'd invite people up to talk, and we used to call it the barbershop because everybody would just hang around or and have monkey a beverage. I- monkey and, Island. Yeah, Monkey yeah. Island, and yeah. that, that's when Steve Milliot gave it that name because yeah. he said, like, when John's wife, Loie, would come over, it was like the monkey scattering at the island to get away because the, the keeper's coming yeah. to clean it up, and everybody got the heck out of there. And then when she'd leave? The monkeys would go crazy. Stuff would be <laughs> all over back. the place. <laughs> yeah. And and I and, think Loie kind of had a... She, I think she, half the time, I think subconsciously, she knew she didn't want to go over there. Yeah. Because she'd <laughs> afraid of what she'd find. Yeah. And, you know, it's too bad, Dave, that you, I don't, you probably never met John because if you just went to the musky shop, uh, Smokey's, that uh, you know, it was upstairs was a place with mounts. That was our meeting area. There was a table, computers, all kinds of. There crap was a full mount. Over. If you didn't look up above, yeah, you had to turn around and look up. It, there was a full mount cougar up yeah, there, looking down, looking at you. down at you. And then it got a little. It did get for strangers who didn't know John. It did get a little weird when he got into that thing where he was shaving his head yeah yeah and he'd be in there with a razor shaving his head yeah and he'd be sitting back in the dark corner like of the room jacket with the death no uh no apocalypse now like marlon brando yeah yeah. when he's there and he says are you an assassin (laughs) and he's back there then he kind of gets up and covers his head with water and steam's coming off his head that that's when john got a little bit uh yeah crazy a little yeah. it got a little crazy but we knew who he was but, and, but the thing was is that it was a place where everybody was welcome upstairs anybody i mean you i mean john would be outside somebody new to the shop would come in oh the first time here at Smokey's. well come on in come on upstairs we'll talk look at this stuff i mean it was such a friendly place now i don't know if i told you this danny but uh a while back i don't know it was about a month ago i happened to be out at the shop doing my job and Loie stopped it. She was dropping off some stuff. Right. And she said, or maybe this was longer than a month ago. It was after they, because now upstairs is a jujitsu studio. Yeah, Marcus. Doing yeah. The jiu-jitsu. And she asked me, she says, oh, it's all finished upstairs. Did, did you go up? You want to go upstairs and look at it? And I said, no, I don't. Well, why not? Well, come on upstairs. Look, and I don't want to see it. She said, why not? And I said, because I want to remember it the way it was. With all that crap around, the mounts, the desk, all the stuff, you know, John sitting there hammering on the computer, 
you know, I want to remember it the way it was. I don't want to <laughs> think of it what it might look like now. I no, I don't want to see it. I I don't. Why, you know, I want to remember John, it the way it was. John Hamring on the. You just brought back memories oh. of him cursing. <laughs> he's yeah, cussing oh. back and forth. He's trying to get the gosh darn computer to work. He just couldn't. He talk about pushing buttons. Oh yeah. my God. What do we you actually got, got two phone calls. Okay. I believe this one is Adam from West Dallas. I hope I got All that right because right, we got a couple now. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, guys. How you doing today? What's, what's up? I wanted to talk a little bit about the technician over at uh, Smokey's Musky Shop that gave away the baits. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, this is uh, Dave. The, no, no, this is Adam. Adam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Here we go again. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Don't confuse me. Yeah. Okay. So You're Ryan. His name is Dan. Justin Johnson. Oh, Justin. Oh, Justin. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's a dear friend of mine. Uh, I'll be fishing a tournament with him next week up in Presque Isle, and he, he's pot. Besides being one of the nicest guys in the world, he's he is one heck of a musky angler guy. Yeah. Now I you're mean, you're going up to the Presque Isle chain of lakes, or can you fish any lake up there? Uh, there's five different townships you can fish for this tournament. It's okay. called the World Championship Musky Classic. Okay. Yeah, I'm familiar with it. Yeah. And Justin has taken first, and he's taken second. Last year, he kind of got hosed because he took second with a 47-inch fish because somebody popped a 50 and a half on the oh, last day. Oh no! Yeah. Wow. That. Would wow. be a kick in the you yeah. know what? Yeah, wow. yeah. Justin's a great guy. He was, he was yeah. over talking to Lowy the other day, yeah. and uh, yeah, super nice. In fact, he helped uh, sell my uh, scope that, oh, that I okay. had at the yeah. musky shop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I have a bait made question for you guys too. Yeah, shoot. Uh, your buddy Ron Johnson, obviously a bait made guy. Mm-hmm. Is he located in the New Berlin area at all? No. <laughs> Um, He's in Arizona. I believe Baitmate, which is made by Wisconsin Pharmacal, I believe they might be up in the New Berlin no, area. No, they're in Jackson. Or is it Jackson? Yeah, they're in Jackson. Well, isn't that the New Berlin area? No, New Berlin is <laughs> down here. Jackson is north of us. Close well, enough. Close enough. What? The reason I asked that is yeah. I was driving down Sunny Slope the other day, and I saw a boat completely wrapped with Baitmate. And when I went past this morning, there's a truck completely wrapped with Baitmate. That, I, I, that sounds like him. He is He is in Wisconsin in, now. Yeah, he is in Wisconsin. He is in Wisconsin. Uh, in fact, he was up in Michigan catching those walleyes filming with Gillespie. Uh, mm-hmm. It was show, aired last week. Mm-hmm. And then he did send me a text saying, hey, you free this week? Uh, we do some fishing? I said, well, I'm so back teaching. But he's heading back. I think he's got to get yeah. back to do some guiding down there in yeah. Arizona. Yeah, so that probably was That's, him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a cool-looking okay. boat, cool-looking oh, wrap, yeah, absolutely. huh? Absolutely. Yeah, everything. Yeah, it's a cool setup he's got. It's like yeah. the goddamn Batmobile. Very, very expensive <laughs> setup, too. Nice wrap. <laughs> I wonder who does the wrap for him. I've know. been thinking of getting a wrap yeah. on my boat. Yeah, there you go. I'll, I'll well, work. guys, thanks for your time All right, today. Adam. Good luck. Run. Take okay, care, man. see ya. Bye now. And we got one more call. Yeah, what uh, do you are ringing off the hook I believe his name was Tom. Yeah? Is this Tom? Yeah, this is Tom. Hi, Tom. Oh, hi, two. Tom. Hey. Oh, I just I talked to you. I just talked to I you the other day. Yeah, yesterday I was up at the store. Yeah, what's up? I was just calling to let you know that they're getting some pretty nice perch on Winnebago. Yeah, you were up there. Was it last week? Yeah, just uh, yeah, last week when it was really nice outside. Mm-hmm. I haven't been out for a while. Me and three of my buddies, we had two boats. And we did pretty good between the two boats. We got 30 perch that we kept. Yeah, and a few. And they were all yeah. nice and a couple of walleyes. And and I asked you, too, I said, and how many sheephead? <laughs> and lots of sheephead. Lots of sheephead. So uh, when you're fishing the perch, are you just out in boats just kind of like jigging on reefs, or how are you doing it? Yep, that's what we're doing. We're hitting the reefs, and we're just going right over the side of the boat. Yeah, and uh, to the bottom, you know, and just come off the bottom a little bit. What were you using for bait, Tom? Uh, just a gold hook with a couple of different colored beads on it. And did you use a piece of worm or something? Yep, just a yeah. little chunk of night crawling. That was it. Yep. And that's all you need. Took them, that's all you need, yep. You know, and were those beads red in color? Well, I, I always go with red, white, and green. Oh, okay. You go multicolor. How many? Uh, <laughs> how many beads do you like to put above the little gold hook? Three of them. Three of them. Yeah. Okay. Yep. In- I w- I- interesting. I- I've never yeah. done that before. I That's would, a good tip. I would always use one red bead or two red. One or two. No, red this beads. is just for an attractant, the color thing, guys. Right. Well, 
You, you know, I'll tell you what, sometimes I really wonder if they actually see it, especially when the water's a little dirty, you know, when it's a little muddier, you know, you got the wind blowing and that. I'm wondering if they see it or if it has something to do with the buoyancy uh, of, of the with the hook and the beads, you know, maybe changes the buoyancy a little bit. I don't know. It could be. I'm not sure, yeah. but I've always been a believer in the gold hook and the red beads. Yep. I've and always then been what a are you using for, are you using any weight to get it down there? Just a split shot. Just a split shot. On how how bad the waves are, you know. Right, exactly. Just, just yeah. enough to get it. You want to be vertical. You want to be straight up and down. So maybe right. just a little split shot, eighteen yep. inches up. Yep. Something like yeah. that. Right. That's all. Rule right. of thumb. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Well, and Tom, no, we, yep. we couldn't we couldn't buy a bite on a bobber at all. No. <laughs> what it was. It's amazing. Weird. Sometimes just certain technique works. Yeah. Well, thanks That's for right. calling, Tom. I appreciate it. All right, well, we'll catch you at the store again, Tom. You All guys right. take care and have a great weekend. All yeah, right, you take too. care, man. Thanks, Thanks for Tom. listening. Bye now. All right, we got to go to a break, folks. This is uh, the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. He's Danny Bush. I'm Tommy Newbauer. He's Ryan Horvath on the boards. We'll be right back. Skipper Buds on Silverdale Road in Pewaukee is the largest Alumacraft dealer in the Midwest. Over 150 boats from 14 to 21 feet in stock. All Alumacraft boats are powered by reliable Mercury engines. The staff at Skipper Buds is professional and knowledgeable and will have the answers to all your questions. And the skilled technicians in the service department are there to help you year-round. Go to skipperbuds.com for more info. That's skipperbuds.com. The Beer Depot in Pewaukee sells more than just beer. A good... Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. 799-1250 is our number. Uh, happy Labor Day weekend. We hope everybody out there is uh, enjoying uh, all the activities. Lots of Harley stuff going on. Yeah. Um, we yeah. got a little rain maybe coming in, but hopefully we yeah. got decent enough weather. If you're on the road, make sure you take your time. You don't have to drive like a nut or don't let the guy who's driving like, like a nut affect you. Yeah. Get there safe. And just keep your eye out for motorcycles because there's a lot of them in town this week. Well, in the blind in the blind spots especially. Yeah, uh, exactly. Make sure you don't just zig and zag between traffic. Mm-hmm. Be be cognizant and and uh, courteous as far as the motorcycle guys out there. Yeah, and we also want to thank our men and women in blue. That's right. We thank we fully we support the uh, police 110 percent. Yep. Firefighters, first responders, and our yeah. military. We the, all the the really the really. Uh, here, the real heroes in America. Yeah, yeah. Now, we're going to take this call first, but then we will get to talking about some of the lakes, like Rock Lake. But anyway, hey, good morning. Who's this? Good morning, gentlemen. It's Al. Call oh, us. hey, Al. How you doing? Shaking, Al. Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, Danny, I learned the quick and deadly out in Montana. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you heard me talking before? Yeah. I heard, <laughs> as soon as Tom started talking, I'm thinking, oh, Danny's going to say something about this. <laughs> yeah, you knew it was coming, buddy. The quick and yeah, the deadly. Yeah, but no, that was uh, because the birds fly so far, and it's like, you know, you'd flush four or five at a time, and you're with a couple of guys. You try and knock down as many as you can right away. Well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah. You know, and uh, as far as these different loads, you were talking about all these different ammunitions for deer hunting. The same thing happens with shotgunning. And if if you know what, how to shoot a shotgun, you don't need anything bigger than two and three quarter and number four or number two shot. And that, that's it. That's right. You're you, exactly you, right. Yep. You don't need the three and a half inch. You don't need the three inch. You don't need the super magnum. You don't need the dark cloud, sunny day, whatever they call it, that stuff. Yeah, they it, got it, they it, got all kinds it, of stuff. Yeah, it doesn't make any difference. All it does actually is gives some of these people a false sense of accomplishment that oh now I can shoot forty and fifty yards. Oh that hey, may be true. 
but most of those people that are, say they could shoot 40 and 50 yards couldn't get it right five times out of ten. Yeah, not only that, Al, but you you throw uh, you give somebody a three inch mag or three and a half inch mag, and they think they can blast a, a goose at 100 yards. And exactly. it's like, yeah, show me that. <laughs> they think they can shoot something at 100 yards, yeah. and they shoot yeah. when the actual item is 150, 160 yards yeah, away. Yeah, right, exactly, yeah. They have no yeah. depth perception whatsoever. Right. And not only that, it pounds the living snot out of your shoulder. Yeah. Right, exactly. Right. You're I, pounding exactly. those magnum loads, and you're shooting and missing and going through a box and a half. And the next morning, you wonder why you can't raise your hand up and comb your hair. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, two and three quarter. And with this new teal season and dove season, I actually shoot number seven steel from Kent mm-hmm. and doing three quarter, no magnum, no nothing. And early season hunting, I use it for, you know, for the regular duck season too, mm-hmm. because they decoy in so nice. You don't need yeah, a you two don't... load or a four load. Yeah, you know, they're right in your face. So. Well, yeah. Al was the one who, when I started pheasant hunting with them years ago, I, I kind of asked him, I said, oh, what are you using? And he just said, standard, two and three quarter. Mm -hmm. And at the time, um, I was considering, you know, getting, do I get the two and three quarter inch magnum that are 200 feet per second faster? And I kind of took Al's lead and I just buy the standard uh, two and three quarter. Um, I did get some nice... Fiocchi, I guess it is, or is yeah. it Fiocchi with the mm-hmm. golden pheasant load supposed to be like nickel plated? I don't know. Yeah, but uh, Frankie, yep. But uh, anyway, if you if you do your part, you know the loads. You know, I guess the shoot the the shooter's more important than the load. I guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 You, you have know, to I don't aim miss too many times when I'm out there, Dan, and yeah. it's just a simple load. It's yeah. just knowing where to point the thing before you, you, know, you and squeeze what, the trigger. And what shot do you like to use? Shot size for pheasants. For pheasants, it's usually a five. Five. You know, I was just going to say that that I used to use a six, uh, but yeah. then uh, when they came out with the fives, I liked that one better. Yeah, probably yeah. a good. I like that one. Good yeah, all two around. Three quarter number five for yep. pheasants. Yep. And if you know the people that are listening, you can buy that in steel, and I would encourage you to buy that in steel. The price is coming down, and you're not filling the landscape with lead. You know, it's pretty soon. Maybe in the next 10, 15 years, you're going to be hard-pressed to find lead shot unless it's all trap loads. Yeah, yeah. So there's some properties that don't allow you to hunt with anything but non-toxic shot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's, there, there isn't a lot of difference between lead and non-toxic now. They've gotten so much better with their wads and how they construct these shot shells that have steel. Right, that it's it's almost you. you re, there's they're almost identical, and, the, and they say that lead penetrates deeper. No, not really. You know, if you shoot something from thirty yards in, the BBs is going to go just as far into the flesh of that animal as they would if it was lead or steel. The uh, choke so, tubes now, as well, are being made specifically to handle steel. I guess some of the older fire shotguns they didn't recommend using steel. Right, because the the wads were really flimsy. They used lead-type wads. They weren't a thick enough wall. And as that wad traveled down the barrel, it would scrape and scour in the last inch or two of the barrel because the steel would go right through the plastic. Gotcha. Now they have a much thicker wad, and it's a little deeper. They don't have so much of a cushion between, you know, the, the powder and the actual load. Okay. So it has a, a little thicker wall, and it doesn't burn through as often, or if ever, that that'll actually scratch a barrel. Gotcha. So. All right. Well, we got to run, Al. All right, gentlemen. Thanks for have calling. A holiday weekend. Yeah, you too. All right. Goodbye yep. to the quick and the deadly. The quick and the deadly. That's going to be your new nickname, the QND. QD is on the line. QD. See you later, Al. All right. Well, Ryan, why don't you take us away? We got to go to a break. Uh, he's Danny. I'm Tom. He's Ryan. Uh, give us a call at 799-1250 if you want. We'll be right back with more. This week on the Youth Sports Show, we're talking youth baseball with Jake Kolosinski and Greg Bernard from GRB Baseball. That's this morning at 9 only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
Price, selection, and service are the reasons you should go to Discount Liquor for all your adult beverages. Discount Liquor is located at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and at Main Street in Barstow in Waukesha. Hard-to-find items are not so hard to find at Discount Liquor. Let the courteous staff help you find the right wine, beer, or liquor from the huge selection. Go to DiscountLiquorInc.com for weekly specials and more information. That's DiscountLiquorInc.com. Curly's Waterfront Pub is the place you want to be for good food, good drinks, and a heck of a good time. On Tuesdays, Curly's Waterfront Pub has free darts and pool all day. On Wednesdays, there's bingo. Thursday is trivia night. Friday is ladies' night featuring $2 drinks. And Saturday, Curly's has live music. Don't forget, every night is $2 happy hour from 3 to 6 p.m. For more info about Curly's Waterfront Pub on the shores of Pewaukee Lake, find them on Facebook. Follow on Twitter or check out their website at curlyswaterfront.com. Want to get more bang for your buck? Okay, that's a pun. But I'm not joking when I tell you that Midwestern Shooter Supply is the Midwest's premier destination for all your firearms, ammunition, and reloading supplies. Come in and try the eight-lane indoor shooting range, and gunsmithing experts are on site to answer all your questions. Midwestern Shooter Supply will meet or beat any advertised price on firearms. Easy to find on the corner of Highways 41 and 67 in Lomira. Go to mwshooters.com for more information. You have to trust your butcher. And at Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausage, we take pride in having earned your trust because we only sell the best American-raised meats. Our mouth-watering sausages are made from the same quality meat and the finest herbs and spices. Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausage is located in McGuanagall, just off of I-43 and Highway 83. Check us out at Bucky'sMeats.com. If you want quality meat, sausages, and service, come to Bucky's. It's what we do. Have you ever thought about a career in union construction or weren't sure how to get there? WRTP Big Step offers programs and classes to help you explore, prepare, and connect to a career in the union construction industry. They're not just a classroom. Their industry professionals will prepare you for what you can expect. It's that simple. 2018 is a huge year for the construction industry, so be a part of it. Call 414-342-9787. Welcome back, folks. We're glad you're joining us this morning. We're having a good time, Danny and me and Ryan. We uh, we got a caller on the line. We got Kean on the line. Our friend calling us for where is it from Arkansas or someplace? Clay Center, Kansas. But Kansas. Hey, That's it. Kansas. Kansas. Yeah, Kean. What's but up? I'm, what's but up? I'm currently in a little town of Arnold, Nebraska, where I owned a bar for about ten years, and I'm doing some guiding. Our bow season opened up today in Nebraska. Oh, and I have the pleasure of guiding uh, David Hardman, owner of Carbon TV, Philip Vanderpool, owner of the Virtue TV, and Larry McCoy, uh, the big shot for uh, Respect the Game. Wow! Uh, awesome. I see you guys every Saturday oh. morning, and I and I oh. have to tell you that uh, I'm down here having a blast uh, guiding these guys. Great hey, people. maybe you could sell some advertising for us. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Hey, um, so season just opened. Uh, Today, then? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yep, our bow season. Okay. So you going out this weekend? Well, I'm not I'm not going to hunt this trip, but I'll be back in the first week of November. I've got a yeah. bunch of guys that come down from Wisconsin. That's our annual deal. So, uh, I'm just, just guiding here. So yeah. And it's white, I, I, white tail, basically? And mule deer. As Both. Fact, I, just, I, just, I just bedded a uh, three-by-three muley in full velvet. I didn't know they had cool. mule deer in Kansas. Yeah. Well, it... it well, we do in western Kansas, but right now I'm in Nebraska. I'm in western yeah, Nebraska. Yeah, you're in Nebraska now, yeah. 
Yeah, so, but huh. I just if, 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 if he'd had about two or three more inches height and a little bit wider, we could have got right on him. I got within 25 yards of him. And let me oh, ask wow. you, how do you uh, – bow hunting mule deer, I've never really heard much about that. Well, a lot of it is spot and stalk. Um, so you'll actually try and stalk up close enough with a bow? Oh, yeah. Uh, a, a mule deer is not quite as intelligent as a whitetail. Okay. Uh, uh, but but we do, you know, I, I brought a lot of the Wisconsin technique back here. Um, I've got a lot of stands, and I've got uh, actually Jonathan Van Dam, who is Kevin Van Dam's nephew. I've got him in one of my tree stands as we speak. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. And then um, pretty good size uh, whitetails out there, too. You get some, oh, some nice trophies. Huge. You know, the, the, the thing about the deer here and also in Kansas is we don't have the winters that, that we have up in Wisconsin. You know, they, it, all year long they can eat soybeans, alfalfa, corn, which, what, whatnot. And so the body size and the antler size, because of the protein, is, is so much bigger. My biggest one in Nebraska is about a 165, 170 class. And I've missed, geez, I don't know, I missed one that was probably 180 here a few years back. So... Yeah, I, I can only dream of getting one like that. I've yeah. seen a few, but haven't got a crack at one yet. Mm-hmm. So, well, are, are you guys are you guys on Facebook? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm you, not. You know, we had one of our uh, we had we had one of our old pro, uh, producers here set up a page for us, but Tom and I, well, aren't too we're not tech, social media guys. Savvy. Yeah, I do have my guide service on there. I got White Jaw Guide Service, Dan Bush on there. That's I guess I got that site. Yeah. Wait, we can talk off air. I offer my services, $36 oh. an hour, one oh, post. Oh, yeah, right, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, can, but, I, can yeah. I, but I'll like you on Facebook if you got to, because I can log on to my account. Yeah, uh, it's it's Kean spelled K-E-A-N-E, okay. last name Lowmiller, L-O-H-M-I-L-L-E-R. And if you browse through some of my pictures, you'll see uh, you'll see what we're doing here today and some of the deer that we've shot uh, in the past, and some other deer that, uh, but Hidden Outfitters is uh, is the outfitter that I I work for. Corey Blau or Corey Peterson and Dan Blowers are very good friends of mine, and I also want to put a shout out to Lacrosse Boots. They uh, they sheeted us up with uh, two pairs of, of boots at retail or two hundred bucks a pop. So hey, uh, it's a it's your, a pretty good deal. Your last name, Kean L O Low Miller. Do you, yeah. do you have relatives that lived here? Yes. Yeah, I mean, in let's say the Wauwatosa area. Yes. Do you Hartford. have a relative named Matt? Uh, Matthew no- Lowmiller. Not to my knowledge. Uh, Jay Lowmiller would be my uncle, and he was he lived he worked for Oscar Meyer and lived down in the Germantown Hartford area. Okay. Um, yeah, because Matt doesn't ring a bell, no. but there was a hundred million Lowmillers. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, because my oldest son, one of his best friends, is uh, Matt Lowmiller. <laughs> Yeah, it's not a last name you hear a lot. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. Well, Well, it's it's probably John Lowmiller's son or grandson. Something like that, yeah, probably. Third cousin, yeah. Right, might be a relative. All right, Kian, hey, thanks for calling. Give us a call and tell us some big one stories in a couple weeks. I'll I'll, 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 I'll keep you posted. All All right, right. good luck, man. Thanks, Thanks, Kian. All right, thanks. See you. Bye now. Hey, we got an email here, Danny. Now, this guy wrote to me or wrote to us during the week. And I asked him, I said, hey, why don't you call the show? Well, he decided to email us instead at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Now, listen to this. Okay, I'm listening. Guys, if anyone is interested, I have a Parker bow with case and some arrows and a golden eagle, which would need an arrow rest. Both are in good shape and are free to a good home if anyone is interested. Thanks. Love your show. Your humor cracks me up on Saturday mornings. Now, if you're interested in these bows, he's going to give them away free to a, a good home. Are those recurves? No, or... these are uh, crossbows. They're both oh, cross... crossbows. Yeah, he's got two crossbows. Yeah, and uh, and or if it's an organization that wants to uh, that needs them for some type of you know for like with kids and shooting or whatever, called Jim. Disgruntled now, ex-wife. Now, there's no area code, so I hope it's a 414. But anyway, it's 520-3760. That's Jim at 520-3760. 
Give Jim a call. You can get these crossbows for free, but you got to have you got to be a good home for him. You got to take care of him. All right. You know, it's like a dog, Tom. You can't yeah. just give your crossbow yeah. to anybody yeah, exactly. that comes. I mean, you gotta exactly. you gotta vet the person, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. So give Jim a call, 520-3760. Uh, if you're an organization or maybe even a, he doesn't say he could be an individual, you know. So there you go. How about that? Somebody giving away I'm the Dan Bush organization. Call them up quick. Whitejaw.com your, organization. Hey, grab your cell phone. Quick call. Them. I've got my Deluxe <laughs> Snipers Crossfire 370 yeah. Sniper uh, Crossbow mm-hmm. ready to go this year. Ready to go. So anyway, we were going to talk about Rock Lake and a few of the yeah, other Rock lakes. Yeah, Rock Lake. Rock Lake years ago, Danny, was really noted for its big bluegills. Okay. Big bluegills. People would go out there like people would go to Madison for the big perch at Mendota. Uh, Rock Lake, a lot of big bluegills. Uh, they got smallmouth, largemouth, northern pike, walleye. They, they, You know, they got all the standard fish. There's several boat launches on right. the lake. So, yeah, it's a nice lake. But now after hearing how, about those pyramids. How big, how big is the lake? <laughs> It's not real big. Because the gal I talked to out by the lake yesterday, she says, I don't think it's as big as Pewaukee. No, she no, said, no, She couldn't no. really give Five, me. Five, 600 acres maybe. Okay, uh, so that's it, really. It's in the mid-range. I don't know. But it sounds like I, a nice six. little quiet lake to go fish bluegills on if. if, if It can be, but it does get busy on the weekends. Probably early, like in May before yeah. when, it, when it was still Kind of cool or April? Well, Wouldn't I'll that be you, the time to go? On the south end of the lake, uh, there is a shallow water marshy area that the bluegills go in and spawn there. And uh, yeah, people who are in the know, they go back in there and it's oh, a lot hot of tip. them. Ryan, yeah. I'm talking to this gal. Yeah. And I said, on the show tomorrow, I'm going to ask Tom, my friend Tom, I said, we got a radio show yeah. about your lake, Rock Lake, because he'll know. Listen to him. He yeah. does know. He knows yeah. every lake fact, around Tom yep. is like a walking yeah. encyclopedia of fishing when, knowledge. When I was uh, writing for this magazine called Fish Wisconsin, we would go to different areas, you know, and then write, and I'd write about it where, I, okay. where I went to. And one of the places we stopped at was Rock Lake. There were uh, four or five of us that went, and I made a bet with a guy. He said, there's no smallmouth in this lake. And I said, no, I, I heard there were smallmouth in this lake. And he there no so we made a bet. I can't remember what the bet was even. And just before and I didn't catch a smallmouth. We were out there for about four or five hours. I didn't have a smallmouth. But just before we left, I, I caught like a ten or eleven incher <laughs> and won the bet. And I'm sure Tom was gloating from here hey, all the way. I, I, can't, I made him pay up. I can't even laugh and enjoy myself. I just got the worst news ever. What? What? You know how the there was rumors going around that Khalil Mack was going to get traded to the Packers. He's not going. He where's he going? The Bears. No. The Bears are trading. You for heard him. it first here on the Midwestern Shooter. I broke supply. some news. Cutting edge outdoors. <laughs> Got breaking, some music for that. Breaking news. Don't we have any kind of breaking news? How much are they paying? I wish twenty three million. Well, I don't know because he'll want a new deal, so they'll have to renegotiate and give him his money. And he's got to get more than that other lineman got. Yeah, Aaron Donald. Yeah, he got like a record deal. Thirty two million. Eighty five guaranteed. Yeah, but thirty two million a year. No, twenty twenty. What was it a year? Though? Something 20, ridiculous. 20, 20, no, $22 million a year. They're yeah. doing all these contracts different. Like Aaron Rodgers is going to get like $85 million before Christmas. Yeah. I thought it was by March. Or yeah, by March. Or March. Well, yeah, March is, wait, what's, what's is it March after? All right, maybe yeah, what, we, we got to get to a break. March okay, is yeah, after we Christmas. <laughs> and when we come back, we'll talk about a few other lakes that are producing not only quality fish, but might be... You know, Let's talk that... sleeper lakes, Tom. Sleeper, okay, sleeper lakes. Because rock sounds like kind of a sleeper lake. There. Yeah, yeah, it might be. Yeah, sleeper lakes, those little hidden gems mm-hmm. that you might drive by all the time, but might be a good destination. There you go. We'll be right back with more on both twelve fifty a.m. and one hundred five seven FM with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies cutting in. <laughs> Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. And during our break, when we were lamenting the fact that we lost that great defensive player to Chicago, I said, well, maybe we can bring Justin Harrell back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, Danny, I got a question for you. Did you bring your shotgun today with you? Is it in the truck? Because uh, there's like there's like four doves on top of the roof over here at the station. You know, you know, Tom, I I kind of like the doves. I've kind of realized that I like eating them too. I like the doves are the ones that do like the uh, cooing in the yeah. morning, right? I wake up to that and I hear that sound coming. Will you stop? Coming, coming. Th- through my screen, it wakes me up. I don't want to go shoot the bird of peace. Well, you can't shoot him around your house anyway. I'd shoot him. So. I, I lie like a cheap watch. Uh, if I, you know, I'd, if, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd go hunt him. If somebody invited me to go mm-hmm. dove hunting, I'd uh, yeah. head on out there. and uh, Yeah, but they, they are tougher birds to shoot. They're small, they're fast, and they don't fly in a straight line. So what <laughs> but, you should do is go out and shoot some birds, and if you don't know what to do with birds like geese mm-hmm. or ducks or whatever, take them to Bucky's Fine Meats in McWanago and get those jalapeno cheddar hot sticks, Yep, and they're delicious. Mm-hmm. You know, the only problem with dove, they're very good eating, but the breast meat is so small. You know, you just you get two bites out of one. I mean, that's it. You know, it's, it's small, but they are delicious. Yeah, they are good. But anyway... Some of these little lakes, little hidden gems. Yes, hidden gems. Here, uh, okay, here we go. Here's, here's a little boat. tip. If you have, let's say, a John boat or a you know, 14-foot rowboat, little John boat, you know, there are so many lakes in Wisconsin, but let's say within an hour's drive of us yep. or so, there are so many little lakes that don't allow outboard motors. And these little lakes don't get pressured because... Most people have an outboard motor, you know, when they travel, you know, and go someplace. North Lake. They can't use it, right? So the thing is, is the, these little lakes, I'm, and I'm talking, these are small lakes that are maybe 30 acres to, okay. to 100 acres. You know, they're small lakes. Right. No outboard motors. They're not getting used a lot because people can't take an outboard on them. I'll tell you what, you can find some fantastic action in these little lakes, and and they're all over. But we just don't really like know about them. Like, here, I'll give you one. I don't know the name of it, but when you're going uh, to uh, when you're I, I forgot the name. Okay. It begins with a J. But anyway, when you're going to Northland College, okay, you uh, you know where Northland is it Northland? No, no, not Northland. Lakeland. Lakeland, thank you. When you're going to Lakeland College, whatever road that is that you're going west on, okay, to Lakeland College. Yep. One mile there there'll be a marker that says Lakeland College, one mile. Gotcha. If you look to the left, there's a lake <laughs> right gotcha. by that sign. There's a lake. No outboard motor, maybe a 40-acre lake. Is there a little boat landing yep. area? There's a there's a boat dock. There's okay. a little parking area in that. And I'll tell you, uh, we fished that one time and, uh, you know, for ice fishing, actually. And, man, we caught a lot of fish. You know, we did a show out there with uh, – who are friends? The Wolf Pack Adventure guys. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, uh, Kelmerton. Uh, yeah, Pat. Pat Kelmerton. Pat Kelmerton. Yeah, I did a show with him out there, and uh, yeah, it, it was great. And he says, "Yeah, summertime." He says, "You know, you fi- might see one other one boat out here. You know, you don't see many boats, but now you'll probably see more kayakers, canoers, uh, paddleboarders, maybe something like that. But most of them aren't fishing. You know, they're just paddling around." So and he says, yeah, and it's loaded with fish. But there's a lot of these little lakes around. Another one that it's not so much of a hidden gem, but it's chock full of fish is Pike Lake. I go out there quite often, right? And Pike Lake has got a lot of pike <laughs> for one thing, but they got a lot of walleye, largemouth bass, and they're noted. Well, years ago they were noted for their big perch. You don't catch many of those anywhere. A lot of small ones, but they're noted for their big bluegills. You know, and they got right. a lot of big bluegills, and that's a lake that, ah, uh, you know. Yeah, people know about it, and there's people that fish, but what's really neat is when you find these lakes like uh, Pike Lake, uh, Long Lake, Browns Lake, they have no wake until 10 a.m. all during the week and on weekends. No wake till 10. My, That's awesome. My brother used to get some darn nice walleyes out of Pike Lake. Yeah. And I caught a nice five-pounder there one time. How about, uh, let me ask you, the Genesee Lakes? Yeah, those, and they even stocked those, uh, one of them with trout. I uh I was on I always had heard that Upper Genesee had some big pike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So years ago I went out there ice fishing and I I never I I'd, I'd get tip ups, I'd get flags, but then I'd c- come on out and there would be nothing on it. So huh. finally I took my portable shanty 
and I've told this story many years ago, I'd flipped a portable shanty over the top and looked down the hole. Mm-hmm. And within one minute, about a 30-inch pike cruised through. It nipped the shiner, tripped the flag at my feet, and kept going. <laughs> kept going. I set it again. <laughs> it came back a couple minutes, bumped the shiner, tripped the flag, kept going. What and then the later heck? on, an hour later, a smaller one did it. So I went out a couple days later, and I got this big sucker minnow. And I was right at in the evening, right after work. I was motivated, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking down the hole, and I'm pike so big it took my breath away. Yeah, like a log. It sounds like a cliche, but it looked mm-hmm. like a log coming off the bottom, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden it materializes. And I'm like, <gasps> you know, it looked like about a a, a 45 inch pike. It yeah. just looked enormous, yeah. and yeah. it comes right up underneath my sucker. And then it cruises through like a like a nuclear submarine underneath the hole, and there it was gone. Now, looking back in hindsight, Tom, that water is crystal clear. Yeah, it is clear. Yeah. I was using wire leader. If I were to try and fish Upper Genesee today, yeah, uh, I would go with floral carbon leader. I think you have to finesse them sometimes. That might be that pike might be in the certain trick. bodies yeah. of water. I know in Mendota yeah. and even uh, the Bay of Green Bay, there are some guys that swear. By yeah. uh, go- finessing, yeah. otherwise you're not going to get those. Couple of other quick lakes, Golden Lake, that a lot of people don't maybe don't even know of. Look, Google it up. Golden Lake is one. Another one is uh, out in oh goodness, now I'm going to forget the name of it. It's out in Oconomowoc, not Oconomowoc Lake, but Fowler, Fowler Lake, little lake, little gem of a lake, maybe 80 acres. Got even has muskies in it and big ones, you know, muskie, pike, bass, a lot of crappies. There's a lot of these little lakes that, yeah, I'm not going over there. Yeah, I'm going to go to the big lake here, there, wherever. There's a lot of them around our area that maybe anglers should take more advantage of. You know of. what? In a way, it's kind of more relaxing on a little quiet lake and a little boat. Yeah. Calm. Yeah. It, it, there's something moose to be said. Moose Lake. There's another one. Moose Lake. Yeah. Another good one. Good tips, anyway. Tom. All right, Danny. Well, until next week, I guess, my friend. That's all I got. Me too. (laughs) To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Go out, do something nice for somebody today. Go buy a homeless guy, say a silent prayer for him. We got to do good things for others. Have a happy Labor Day weekend. We'll talk to you all next week, my friends. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.